Hello there, and welcome to the Senate. My name is Rachel. I am Justin. And I'm Ryan. We have so many exciting things to talk about this week it's, on the Senate. Been, yeah. it, it's, been a sol- it's been a solid week. It's, yeah, right at the end, too, they just snuck, snuck a little Star Wars in. <laughs> Literally a couple days ago, I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about on the Senate this week. I haven't seen, like, jack shit going on. And then they were like, oh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Would Ask- you like to talk about something (laughs) asking you shall receive (laughs) i was so catered to this week in media feels good (laughs) i almost just okay i I need to share this i almost just made an x-files joke because i feel like ryan you would appreciate it because it's like not technically an x-files joke it's a little bit related so david duchovny made a tweet one time That was just like somebody saying something positive. I don't remember. It was just like a nice tweet. And he quote tweeted it and went, feels good, feels organic. And I said, feels good, feels organic for like three years. And it almost just slipped out. And I realized that you guys would have no understanding of what I'm saying. So there you go. There's my niche joke of the week is feels good, feels organic by David Duchovny. And if we want to put a twist on it for the podcast, you can go feels good, feels organa. <laughs> I mean, I I'll allow it. I approve. I'm I proud mean, of that one. I'm proud of that. The Organa family, basically my family. So I'm all in. I'm here for it. Feels good, feels organa. Yeah. <laughs> and even better, I'm pretty sure that's what the pizza organica was called at the end of the little Italy. No! <laughs> If you guys haven't seen Little Italy starring Hayden Christensen, don't watch it. No, keep it that way. It. <laughs> it is a cultural icon <laughs> that attacks both Canadian and Italian culture. It's wonderful. They take on it's, Indian culture too, especially it, it kind of like, Indian if, if it's culture. In the movie, if it's in the movie, it's it's insulted. That's just the way it is. That's I don't make the I don't make the rules. It's it's just the way it is. But, you know, Hayden Christensen looks really good. So he at does. least there's that. Some people said he looks kind of creepy on the poster because they photoshopped him to hell to look like <laughs> 20 years younger. That's um, true. I personally think they might be right, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> so I have developed a theory recently that they have started, like, for every movie, like, even big blockbuster movies. They've just avoided taking actual pictures of any actor and have just photoshopped them into images. And it is baffling to me because it can't cost that much money to just like make a proper poster. But like, for example, I saw an Eternals, like Marvel's The Eternals poster last week. Mm -hmm. And like every single character on that poster looks like they photoshopped the actor's head onto some body that does not match whatsoever. And I'm like, this is a major Marvel movie. Why does it look like the Little Italy poster? I don't understand understand but you know i think you answered your own question it's a marvel movie it's gotta look like the little italy poster it's iconic it's got to my god we're gonna get another star wars poster for something and it's gonna just be like (laughs) it's gonna be like luke on the mandalorian season two poster and it's just gonna be his head and the body's like not gonna match whatsoever they've done Uh, that actually it's funny you should say that 
Um, let me see if I can find it. But there was a cover for one of the re-releases of Return of the Jedi, like when it was released. Oh yeah. On, like, I want to say like DVD. Let's see, DVD cover leak. Um, somebody, I remember. Here, where is it? This one. Okay. It it what is it? It's yeah, the widescreen edition. If you want to look it up, anyone listening. Oh. I'll, uh, I think I'll send I own it in those. General. Maybe. It's oh no, pretty, do I own those? It's pretty the... iconic. It's in general. All right, um, let's see. But the thing <gasps> is, yes. is um, oh yeah, it looks fine at first. But somebody who like does uh, anatomy like uh-huh. mapped out his skeleton, and it would oh the way God. he's posed wouldn't work at all. <laughs> it looks like he's three kids in a trench coat. Yeah, you know, it's like got that vibe going on. Yeah, so, his head is clearly not attached to that actual body. No, no, there's no neck. There's no neck. He he's kind of like <laughs> what's a guy, Big Ed, from like Nine Day Fiance. Oh my god! But it's Luke. I love that Big Ed Luke. was in Star Wars. I mean, it could be like a hut, right? He could be like um, like if a hut had legs. Yes. <laughs> Why do the hut not have legs? I don't know. Why don't snails have legs? Why? Why don't snails have legs? If I had to guess, it has to do with like evolution, maybe. This is. I want an answer, Justin. I can go into my theory, but I don't think anyone wants to hear it. I, I, know... I want to know why Jabba the Hut doesn't have legs. I'll just why throw it out there. Doesn't Just Jabba have legs? Justin's an advocate for. Uh, Star Wars to not have a what if series, but what if the Huts had legs is a what if good the Huts had legs? I'm an active advocate for that. Uh, don't do that for Star Wars, but yes, <laughs> I would settle for. I would settle for what if Huts had legs. Huts had like, legs. Like everything would change, right? Yeah. Would well, Leia even be able to kill Jabba if Jabba could just walk away? I guess the question would be: If Jabba <laughs> remained the same but had legs, how long would they be? <laughs> because maybe like is he gonna have two really big ones like a like a bipedal person or is he gonna be like a centipede or he's got mm. like 50 i'm thinking in correlation I with would... his tail it would have to be t-rex like yeah okay. yeah i'm thinking like a t-rex dog style you know where there's like four of them but they're pretty small like a wiener dog so would you, you take know? away his would you take away his two arms then or would he have like six limbs Oh, that's a good question. Oh, so he'd have, he'd have to go yeah. from like because he's, he's already a he's he's built like Roz, but yeah, he'd have to like be built like uh, is it Mister Waternews? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's not gonna look like Maul, you know. I don't. No, I don't think he has. Legs. I don't think he's got like a spider Maul situation going. There on was here, um, there was a hut. Uh, what was that his had name? legs? His name was Gracchus. He didn't have legs, but he, he had like spider legs, like like metal ones. I put it in general, and he was a big boy. So he was like Spider Mall. Oh, he this guy! Like I a, remember this. Yeah, guy. he was like <gasps> a centipede. Oh, was this in like the the just flagship Star Wars run? Um, I think so. Yeah, because he was the yeah. hyper collected. And yes. in my Huge. research, in my research for this, I found this image, which makes me so unhappy. <laughs> Um, it is oh, a picture no. of the Incredible Hulk, very cleverly photoshopped to feature Jabba's head. I hate it. 
It's a so, yeah. beefy um, boy. Now I, I'm, I'm going to have to tweet it when we tweet out this week's episode. That's going to have to okay. be the image for the episode just so that we can share it with the rest of the world and they can suffer with us. So now Here's a neat concept. Can you tweet this with it? Like, Can you make one post just addressing... <laughs> we'll call it the hut problem. Uh, yeah. This is a hut inquisitor. Oh, no. Oh, no. But see, I got to credit the artist on that one. Somebody worked Ooh. really hard on the hut inquisitor. I can get you the artist's name. His name is Stu Cunningham. Okay, I got I got a I got a link I got a link to their uh, deviant art or something. <laughs> They're actually very talented. Shout out to Steve. Yeah, Cunningham. it's like, great. That's what yeah. I mean. I don't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tweet that without credit. Absolutely not. Like the, <laughs> we'll, I like we'll the laser a, axe. I like like his tail has padding. We'll make a hut master post on the Twitter at the Senate Pod. Yeah, we will. Okay. <laughs> This, oh. I'm glad we had this conversation. This was like this is essential. It, you know, I think it's essential listening. I think it's learning. You know, it's it's a good thought exercise. What if you know? What if huts what had, if legs, huts had legs? It's a good it's a good thought experiment. I think is what the scientists call it. Yes, I. Uh, That's just a note for you know, myself to name the episode that. <laughs> What if Huts had legs? It reminds oh, no. me of like, I've been arguing with some of my friends for like literally almost two years now because, so I'm a big fra- fan of uh, John Green and Hank Green, um, uh, the authors slash vlog brothers slash crash mm-hmm. course people or whatever. And Hank Green posited this question a couple years ago. It's like, is butt legs? Oh, yes. Are legs butt? This, this debate. And I have been. I don't like where this pond- is going. I've been pondering that question for literally two years, and so this makes me think: if huts had legs, would they be butt? Where are the huts' butts? Huts. Are they butts. part of their legs? They don't have legs. Where so do they have butts? Do snails? But do snails have butts? I don't think so. Don't they like poop out of their mouth or something? Like, I, technically, I if you look at tails from the tailbone, the butt would be under, so maybe the butt's what's slinking along the ground, kind of like a toddler ah, does. Okay, That's so then Jabba the Hutt's moves. butts are not legs, because the Hutt's don't have legs, but they have butts. Yes. Speaking of Hutt's, um, do you remember a few years ago, when, or well, I, would, I guess it would have been two years ago, when uh, Grogu or Baby Yoda first appeared, and uh, everybody lost their minds at how cute he was? Yeah. Um, there was this artist, I don't remember his name, but he posted his rendition of, like, a baby hut in the same vein. It looked like this. And, uh, um, everybody was like, oh, it's so cute. Now, for the record, just to set the record straight, we've already had a canon baby hut, and he looks absolutely repulsive. Yeah, yes, I remember that's that one. true. I, I actually that. don't really even think that this art is that cute. It kind of it looks very slimy, very like roly poly. Um, it looks like no, that the dinosaur show. No, the yes, dinosaur. Right. <laughs> the artist's name, and he's very talented. Is Leo Vitti, by the way, V I T I. Yes, he's Italian, and he lives in England. Is incredible. It looks fucking real. But I also am disturbed. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> both. Both are true. Anyways, 
what is what is our main piece of news this week, y'all? <laughs> so we can get off. I'm sorry. I I can't even chastise us because that was like 98% me. But I think it was worthy of the conversation. In like a minute of the episode, have the perfect segue as we're building towards the reveal. <laughs> Just what if huts had butts? That's what where if we're huts going. had butts? Are they legs? Anyways, Knights of the Old Republic remake. <laughs> <laughs> is happening. I can't it's believe happening. it. I I'm was very, not very so happy. Yeah, like I so I sit down, I go go to watch the Sony showcase. I'm like, here I am, ready to have my video game news. Give me Final Fantasy, give me Kingdom Hearts, give me give me like a new near game, give me something, you know, whatever. And then Lucasfilm Games pops up and I'm like, okay, I had a lot of high expectations, <laughs> but they did not even dare to touch Lucasfilm Games appearing as the first thing on my screen and then Darth Raven <laughs> popping out of the abyss. I'm like, <gasps> I can't believe that they're actually remaking Knights of the Old Republic. It makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah, and it's they've they've said a few times like I've seen this pop up all over the place that it is a true remake. It's not like a reskin. Yeah, um, from the ground up. The the only thing that has people concerned for the most part is I believe it's a PlayStation 5 and PC exclusive. Timed exclusive. Yeah. Okay. So it, I think it'll be exclusive to PS5 and PC for the way the it's been trending is for like a year. Okay. Was That's Fallen normally Order how it's in been. That? Fallen Order was a wide release. It was a wide? Okay. Yeah, Fallen Order yeah. was on everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's a big win for Sony. But, I mean, I think it's not really probably going to affect... I, I feel... I don't know. I mean, I don't... I'm not a big Xbox person, so please correct me if I'm wrong, if either of you are more educated on this than I am. But I feel like a lot of people that I know who play primarily Xbox also have a PC and they use their Game Pass on their PC. It's like a very much like hand-in-hand type of situation. So I feel like we're going to get less people complaining that it's not on Xbox, considering it's on PC, than we would if it was on Xbox but not PlayStation. But that's honestly, just my feeling. I don't know if that's actually reality. <laughs> I don't know. On, honestly, I'm I'm not I'm not really a big fan of uh, the idea of console exclusive stuff. But um, it does happen. Just gotta kind of accept it. Uh, it sucks for the people who don't have Xbox and or do have Xbox and don't have like either of the other ones. But yeah, you know, it's the world we live in now. Get. PC, get a PC. That's just the way it. Just get one. You don't <laughs> yeah. got one. Get one. I mean, at this point, like I've I've never I've never bought an Xbox because I know that almost everything that I could play on an Xbox I can play on a PC. But I do exactly. have a PlayStation because I can't play anything on PC that's exclusive to PlayStation. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But and as I mean, we saw, I know it, the an PlayStation Xbox is is a hell of a lot cheaper than a PC. So. <laughs> Yeah, the PlayStation Showcase also showed why you need a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, they and straight you- up went Spider-Man 2, Venom, Wolverine, all right in a row. And I was like, stop doing this. I can't yeah. do this. But then you go back but- to like the Microsoft, where was it an Xbox one at E3? Oh, yeah. And yeah. after everyone, it was like available on Game Pass, available on Game Pass. On Game like, Pass. Well, you yeah. get that on PC, so you don't need the Xbox. Yeah, basically. But I mean, oof, I, 
I do feel bad for everybody who's going to have to wait to play it. That's going to be a big bummer. But what's interesting is that they didn't give us any hint of a release date at all, did they? I was just going to ask, is, did they do that? But they haven't, no. apparently. No. There was no teaser. I tried Googling. I couldn't <laughs> find anything either. I'm sorry. I mean, no teaser of the date. Okay. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, like, you know, 2023 or something, like, you know, or 2024 or fall 2022. You know, like, there was nothing like that at the end. Um, if I had to guess, they'll probably release it in 20... I want to say next year. The only reason I'm going to say next year is because they haven't said anything about Fallen Order yet, like the sequel. Yes. And they would never... They wouldn't release those concurrently. Yeah. Um, and I think Fallen Order is going to come out after next year. Mm-hmm. So yep. seeing that this was teased first... Um, I, I, th I my money's on next year. It's not confirmed. There's no real proof of that, but you know, I, yeah, I know the same they, they process. Fallen Order, like the first one, a year and a half before it came out. Mm -hmm. So if they're anything like that scheduled, then yeah, year and a half. From yeah, now. yeah, might come out like next next fall. And next fall, next you know, winter, yeah. Next no. winter, yeah, around maybe maybe like next Christmas. But I mean, mm -hmm. like, because I I think they can strategically also hold that like to their chest for as long as possible in case they have any potential delays then people yes. aren't going to be disappointed but yeah when i saw like lucasfilm games pop up i was waiting for like ea to pop up afterwards and then it'd be like jedi fallen order 2 <laughs> that was my first thought i was like oh jedi fallen order and then they were like psych and i was so hyped and i was ready and then afterwards i was like well what about Jedi Fallen Order 2? Because they're definitely not going to put those out at the same time, for mm -hmm. sure, because Jedi Fallen Order 2 would sell, like, two copies if you put it out at the same time as Nice of the Old Republic. <laughs> like, it's an incredible game, and it's sold so well, but, like, you cannot put anything up against Knights of the Old Republic. It is, like, a, you know, a Star Wars cultural icon at this point. It, it, um, is, it is amazing. I don't particularly love some of the game mechanics of the original but i love the story to death mm. i've never played it in, so it's, yeah. it's a lot of turn-based com combat and it's a lot of rpg stuff which is cool and some people love that i'm yeah. more of like i like this the fallen order kind of style yeah the like action story yeah i can't see them adapting it though to be like a RPG turn-based combat. Turn -based. I just don't think that would slide these days. No, I don't think so. I mean, like, because those can still be successful and they still have their mm -hmm. place, especially in the JRPG realm. But, like, it has to be something that you actively market to that audience yes. of people who want it. And I feel like Knights of the Old Republic, they wouldn't put themselves in a corner and do that, no matter how badly some people are probably going to complain about it not doing that. And I think especially since Jedi Fallen Order did so spectacularly well, like, they're going to learn from that and make it so that you can, you know, run around, flip around, do whatever you want. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Um, but yeah, I've never played it. I know bits and pieces about the story. I actually, that was going to be one of my goals for this year was to dive further into that stuff. But now I think I'm going to wait because so it you would don't, be like, nice. Do you, not, do you not know, like, all that much about it? I... Here's the thing is that I stopped looking into it at some point. Like, I know various spoilers and I don't want to spoil Ryan too much because I honestly, like, no matter how much I would love for us to dive into it and talk okay. to this a ton, there's, like, a lot of twists in the story that I know already yeah. that I wish that I didn't know so that I could play the game, you know, like the remake of the game and experience it. But, I mean, what's going to be interesting, too, is that I don't even know how similar it's going to be because that isn't canon anymore. 
Um, yeah, and they haven't really confirmed if this will be canon. I think yeah. it will be. I don't know I don't why know. it would be. Yes, um, and that's the thing, is that if it is going to be canon, I bet you there's going to be story changes. Oh, absolutely. Um, I All I need in my game is one one character and one actress, and that's Bastila Sean, played by Jennifer Hale. I, yeah. One of my favorite favorite characters ever. So, And she's coming back. The original actress is coming back. <gasps> I didn't know so. that. That's so exciting. Yeah, she, narr- she narrates the trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is, that was her. Yeah, see, since I've like never played it, I like it didn't it didn't associate it right away in my brain. Mm-hmm. Wow. I one thing I really hope they bring back like one of the coolest things about that era of those video games releasing and expanding the universe out into the sequels and spin-offs and things like that are those like cinematic trailers. I don't know if yes. you've ever seen that those was, Ryan. That was- yeah, that was I've pretty nice. The older public, yeah. Not those the, uh, sin- yes, or no, it was that just was, that was Star for Wars, the old republic. Old republic, yes, not yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, but like yeah, so like the the whole like spinoff sort of thing that they did, but like I would love to see those return, but like in the style of this, you know, almost like little mini short films based on this game would be really fun to see them go back to. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm I'm very happy. the The only real thing that has me concerned is the attachment of Sam Mags, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it hist- goes. I have a linked history with Sam Mags. <laughs> I feel uh, that. So does so does Ryan. He might remember her. I okay. I did not know. What, I, as soon as you said the name, and that's who I think of when I hear that name. And I was like, is there a different character that I don't know about? Yeah, uh, she was a spokesperson for the Forbidden Simplex. Yes. The Forbidden Simplex. Yes, the theater chain that Justin and I worked for. <laughs> she she used to talk consistently on these open pre-shows, and we would have to hear her for six, so eight sorry. hours a day. And I'll tell I'm you, so she, sorry. She's not great. She's not great. She's not. She's not great. Enjoyable. I don't really. I don't really enjoy her. Her tweets. Um. She. But you know what? I've never seen any stuff from her game wise. So, <laughs> I'll give her a shot. To be fair, I think if you listen to anyone that much at a time, you probably wouldn't like them regardless. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. If the deck was stacked against her, yeah. She, <laughs> it has been I a mean, few years of cleanliness, though. So, we will see. Is that, is that yeah. what you want to call the Tanner Z era? <laughs> <laughs> we won't even get into that guy. <laughs> but i'm excited it looks good it looks amazing i yeah like i don't want to surprise yeah i don't want to get too much into it because again even though i know this whole thing is us explaining things to ryan i honestly would like it if ryan could remain as spoiler free on this kind of stuff as possible because the story is like that good it would be really nice to keep it that way for everyone who can experience it. I'm definitely going to dive into all the books after I play it, though. And then if, you know, uh, if it, the story does end up changing substantially, I'll go back and, and deep dive into the original game. The, o- the only... Th- to sum it up, to sum it, I'll sum it up with a quote from uh, from Daddy Palpatine. A surprise yes. to be sure, but a welcome one. Yes, exactly. Oof, it's going to look so good, too. Oh, my God. Even just, like, that little, that little tease... I was like, mm. <sighs> PS5, the era is upon us with Raven. 
Yeah, everyone's Amazing. complaining when that PS5 came out. Oh, there's not a lot of games, though. And they're like, <laughs> you have like, waited long enough. You want God of War? <laughs> you want Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man? You got like three three Marvel games. That's a lot. Great. You want an 8,000 trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy? We got you covered. <laughs> We know you guys aren't excited, but like we really need to sell copies of this game. We really need to sell this game. This is the thing is that I am actually like Guardians of the Galaxy looks fun as shit and not even in the shitty way that Marvel's Avengers looks like it actually looks pretty solid. But I have seen so much of it when I don't want to see it. And that I am now like, just please stop. I'll I'll buy the game. Just 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, the the graphics and like the worlds they show. I'm like, this stuff looks incredible. But I've <laughs> it's got to the point where it's as annoying as Sandbags <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I just want to see Final Fantasy 16. Stop showing me Guardians of the Galaxy, please. If it's gonna be if it's gonna be Square and it's gonna be something like Crystal Dynamics style, like give me Tomb Raider. Don't do this to me <laughs> but you know we have nice little republic so everything is fine everything is good i can't wait to have a purple lightsaber it's gonna feel good that's gonna be yeah. great. i actually have a i have both darth revan variants in black oh, nice. in black series figures oh that's so cool so i they're some of my favorite Except that awesome. the one doesn't. I took it out of the box, and because Hasbro is fucking shit, the legs they're fine, but the feet bend too easy. So he has a habit of falling over quite a bit. Oh, that's so a Hasbro, bummer. fix your shit so I can stand up my Revan. <laughs> yeah, I uh, <laughs> I really wanted the Revan like FX Elite lightsaber. I'm looking at it now. It's so cool. Like it's amazing because like. So basically, like, the one thing I, I will tell you, Ryan, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much you know about Revan really entirely, but he's got Nothing. a purple lightsaber and he's got a red lightsaber. And the cool thing about this lightsaber is that it fucking changes colors. <laughs> this FX Elite lightsaber, so you get, like, two for the price of one. <laughs> like, it's purple and red. Like, it's pretty it's pretty sick. It's That's, pretty awesome. And Revan it's got is these, just such a these, cool character. It's got these, like, almost kind of blades on the back of it that kind of curve upwards that are really cool too here i'll link to it so that you can see you guys can just google like dark yeah sure that one you can <laughs> i think i nailed it yep. you can google the uh darth raven uh, fx elite lightsaber um and, and you'll get it but oof it's pretty and i can't wait to have one for my own one of the interesting things about the original game, too, is that I believe you could, you know, you could completely create your character, right? Like, you could just, like, pick your gender, create your character, create your whole design, I believe. Yeah, you, that was at the beginning of the game. There is, yeah. there is a canon. Yes. A canon appearance for your character. Um, but as far as playing went, yes, you could, you could yes. customize them. And so I was thinking about that now that we're going to get, like, you know, a new version of the game. I'm wondering, would they still allow you to do character creation, you think? Or would they stick uh, I, to the canon image? If, like, I think they will, just because that's what the original had. I don't necessarily want them to. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm, when it comes to video game stories, I'm more of a give me something consistent and canon so that 
it makes sense when you refer to them in like future lore. Yes. Yeah, because I'm experiencing that right now with like Final Fantasy XIV, where like I love my character, you know, like I absolutely love the, the dragon mm-hmm. girl I've created. But at the same time, it's sometimes it'll take me out of the story when I see like trailers for the new expansions and stuff, and the character is not me. Like the character is like the canon experience or the, the canon appearance of the character of kind of like man in some ways i i wish that i had designed my character to look like that character you know so it makes me wonder if when the game comes out i'll just make my character just look exactly like the canon appearance <laughs> just so that i can be as immersed as possible and not be like well here's my cute little girl going to become <laughs> one of the greatest sith of all time there she goes she's so small <laughs> like yeah well, the thing the thing with the uh, older or with the old republic 2 um not too like also is um yes i get you 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 could have multiple endings it ha- it was it was up to you yeah um but there like canon wise there was a canon ending but you could do multiple mhm so wonderful bring that back yeah it, it's similar to like red dead redemption 2 in a way right where depending on your different like choices throughout the game, you could get kind of like a better or a worse ending. But like the difference is, is that one of them was like canon, whereas in Red Dead Two, there really isn't like a, I don't think a canon outcome for your character. No. Yeah. Not really. Huh. So, ah, lots of questions. We'll see going forward. I wonder when we're gonna get more news about it. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, they'll probably ride the surprise high for a little bit here. I'm sure it'll be like yeah. the new year before we find anything else. See a trailer. Yeah. We'll keep my eyes open. We'll go and look and see. Okay. Well, should we talk about our character of the episode? Sure. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add about the Knights of the Old Republic game? I think we've covered everything. Okay. All right. So it is my turn this week to do a character. And so I know that Justin and I are always talking about how wonderful Claudia Gray is. And yes. I would just like to double down on that. <laughs> and this week, I'm going to be talking about a character and teaching you, Ryan, about a character from one of the Claudia Gray books. Um, she's a total badass, and I love her. Her name is Greer Sunel. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I did not listen to the audiobook. I read it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I say it, okay? Her name is Greer. And she was in Bloodline by Claudia Gray. And Bloodline came out, I'm trying to think, let me pull up the Wikipedia page real quick so that I'm not wrong and nobody comes for me, okay? Um, let's see, Bloodline came out before Force Awakens. And I'm trying to see like the exact kind of... It came out year. in 2016. Yes, it was like a, a whole last year before Force Awakens. This was one of our first no, kind of like... It would have premiered after, a year after the Force Awakens. Oh, a year right? after... I don't know. Because Force maybe Awakens it, didn't it come out in 2017? No. Was it Force Awakens 2015? 2015, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Th- yeah. Wait. I think it takes place before... Takes place, before. yes. Yeah. Is it a year before Last Jedi then? It was a year before one of the movies. Let me see. The Last Jedi release date. Because I very much remember it was like in the anticipation time. Yes. So it was Last Jedi came out December 2017. This came out May 2016. 
So this yes. was six months before The Last Jedi. Okay, I was about to say. This was <laughs> this was a, a good in the in-between times, basically. You mean eight, I think it was 18 months. Is it? No. Yes! May, 20, <gasps> May 2016. You're confusing what? me now. Oh my god. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second here. I'm okay, the book came out in May 2016. Oh, Last Jedi came out in, yeah, December 2018. So it was a year and a half before Last Jedi. Okay, we got there. I'm not good at math. So it was like this six months after The Force Awakens. Yes. That's what my brain was trying to do, and it didn't get there. This is why I'm a lawyer and not a mathematician. So <laughs> basically, I was, you know hunting for lore at this point like we had just entered this new world of the sequels we were all like oh my god han and leia have this like tragic story right now what is going on like give me some stuff and then you know claudia gray had just put out lost stars a masterpiece of a star wars book fucking love it and then they were like hey she's writing a book about leia before force awakens and like the cover is amazing and i'll link it um, it is it is very cool it's literally leia and then in the background this shadow of vader and you know the title of the book is bloodline so like me number one skywalker fan is like losing my goddamn mind over <laughs> this reveal <laughs> i'm like just give it to me because one of the things that's always um kind of i don't know caused me to think about the Skywalkers in particular is how alike Leia and Anakin are. Um, mm -hmm. Even though it's not really discussed very much, but they are very, very alike. They're both very hot-headed. They're both very stubborn. They're both, like, very protective. Like, it's just... They're very alike. <laughs> and so this was very exciting to me. And it pretty much, like, sets up how like the resistance forms and how things begin to fall apart because Leia was in polit like you know kind of in the political realm at the time and they were trying to do like a Palpatine 2.0 pretty much where they were gonna like uh, I don't I'm trying to do it like in vague terms here so I can just get to the character but basically they were trying to do a Palpatine 2.0 and elect like a supreme leader pretty much and so Leia was like fine I guess it'll just be me and then somebody leaks that she's vader's daughter because nobody knew that <laughs> it was it was leaked by ransom castrofo yes who is another interesting character yes the, so like there's all sorts of like political intrigue in this book and you're like oh my god the drama and leia like has to deal with the fact that she's anakin's daughter because she really hasn't processed it when luke is over here like aha yeah anakin's daddy leia's like i don't want anything to do with that nonsense get away away from me <laughs> in typical anakin fashion um and basically greer was her personal assistant during this time and she was also a pilot and one of the, you know, cool things about her is that they introduced her in this kind of realm of Han doing these racing sort of competitions. So there was a slew of pilots that kind of would hang out around Han and Leia, and they were involved, and Han would kind of make money and have fun by, like, kind of coaching these, like, pilots to go off and do these races and things like that. Um, but what was... You know, 
cool about Greer is that she was a racer and she flew like this purple ship, which I love. Give me all the cool colored ships in Star Wars because we don't have enough of them anymore. Um, but one of the big things about her character arc was that she had this disease that I believe was introduced for the very first time in this book. I think Claudia made it up. I don't know. <laughs> I had never seen it before in Star Wars called Bloodburn. And it's like a chronic illness, basically, of, like, being in hyperspace for too long, in a way. There was still a bit of mystery around it, but it would only affect pilots who flew, like, a lot. And it was often, like, a terminal illness, but it was definitely chronic and, like, long-term. Um, and pretty much you would, like, the reason why they call it bloodburn is that you would get these fevers that wouldn't go away. And so it would just be like, eventually, at some point, the fevers would just get so bad that you would like overheat and die. And there was no cure, like, but you would get these like injections, which would also cause these like side effects of poisoning from the stuff that they would inject you with. And, but what was sad was that Greer had to like end her racing career because she couldn't fly anymore or else she'd like literally die. Um, because people were like, we're dying of this thing, which I was like, that is so interesting. Like what a cool character dynamic to introduce for someone who was a pilot, who this was like her whole thing. And not only that, she was a racer. And then they were like, hey, you know what? There's actually consequences for being out there and doing this crazy stuff for so long, which I would never have thought Star Wars would ever do. But that is like the magic of, uh, of Claudia Gray, you know? So she basically became like, you know, the chief of Leia's staff, um, <laughs> of like her, you know, senatorial complex or whatever. Um, and so they went on some missions together to like, you know, for example, one plot point in the, in the book is that they go to honor like Bail Organa, you know, like feels good, feels Organa. Um, <laughs> and she's basically just like a really good friend to Leia. She has all this own trauma, but she's just like still trying to do good and deal with it. And like it, it, you know, she's very loyal to the family and it just brings this interesting dynamic because throughout the book, I feel like Leia kind of has this frustration with Han for still being involved with that scene, you know, of like, kind of like not growing up in a way, but, you know, he's going through his midlife crisis. He, <laughs> he hasn't seen his son in so long, you know, it's understandable and it's, but it's also understandable why she's kind of peeved about it. And I think that she's like a constant reminder of like, you know, here's what, here's what could happen to you. If you like keep living this life, you know, there could be consequences that could like literally not just you crashing, like it's, <laughs> it, it could like eat you from the inside, you know? Um, Feels like they yeah, missed out so, on incorporating that with Poe in the other one. Yeah. Cause that definitely could have, you know, I think, I think that's something that Poe might've had to deal with probably about like five years from now, if they like kept it going. But what was pretty cool is that she was present when Leia kind of founded the resistance. So I wish we would have gotten to see more of her, you know, like she was there at the end of the book, she was still on Leia's side, that kind of thing. But I just think she's cool and she's fun and she has a tragic backstory um, and a lot of depth. So that's Greer. Very cool. Her. 
Highly recommend anyone that hasn't read Bloodline. Read Bloodline. It's amazing. Especially read, like... Read anything Claudia Gray picks up. <laughs> exactly. It provides like a lot of interesting, like maybe they're not so interesting anymore, but at the time they were very interesting, like tidbits about kind of what was happening with Ben Solo at the time. Like, yeah. you, and you learn like little tidbits about like their life before and all of these things. Like, I remember you can kind of learn about, like, at some point, there's still this debate where Leia receives a handwritten note at some point during the book, and people have been debating since this book came out whether or not Ben Solo sent her that note, because we learned in the lore that Ben Solo is, like, super into calligraphy, and most people don't do handwriting anymore, but Ben Solo does. All these conspiracies going along <laughs> about whether or not, like, Ben Solo was actually the one to write her this note that, like, saved her life. Whatever. Great book. Greer is a great character. Lots of lovely ladies in that book, which I'm always here for. And anytime I can talk about a cool lady on the podcast, I will. So. Very cool. That's that. <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> what are we doing next? <laughs> I think you got to stay on your soapbox because you're going to tell us about a word today, too. Oh, yes. Uh, well, at least this one's, you know, this one's a little silly, you know. And we can, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys talk about your experience as well with this word. So the word of the episode, because I just love it, is clanker. And every time I say that word, like I want to laugh because I love the idea that these like battle droids, for the, okay, so for those of you who don't know, if you watch like the Clone Wars, you know, things like that, you'll notice that especially the clone troopers will call the battle droids clankers and they'll <laughs> say it in like their accent. So it turns in their out to accent, be like, yeah. so that's all I like, hear clankas, is clank, clanka. Clankas. Um, <laughs> like it even sounds wrong just to say clankers rather than clankas. Um, <laughs> But I just think it's really cute that these things are supposed to be, like, so menacing, and they're just like, oh, these clankas! These clankas are coming through! <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny word. It's a very, very funny word. It's great. I, I don't... It just, every time it comes up, it makes me smile. <laughs> I wish I had, like, a fun story to go with the word, but I don't. I just think it's funny. <laughs> It is fun. like it's funny, yeah. Because the whole time you just hear it in that word and or in, said in that accent. And if you watch Clone Wars, if you watch Bad Batch, whatever, there's a point to like put. They have like a quota of like ten to twenty times that has to be said per season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and I. It's very uh, funny. Yeah. I just like. I would love to hear Omega say clanker. Clanka. I don't know if she said it yet. I don't. Did I miss it? I don't think she said it. And I Rekka. want to hear her say it. Rekka, can you take I down feel... the clankers? <laughs> uh, I, know they, just... I know one clone refers to General Grievous as the head clanker. <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs> so. The head clanker. I want that to be my like new title for everything. We should make, we should make clanker merch. Clank, clank, but it has to be Clanka. Yeah. Clanka with, with an A or with an E-R? I think an A-H. With, with an A-H. Clanka. 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 The head Clanka. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. just great. I mean, like, I also wanted to pick this word, too, because I just fucking love battle droids. Like, 
I love them. I don't know if this is a hot take. I think they're so fucking funny. Like <laughs> I do too. My, Roger, my father, Roger. My father hates their voices, like the the silly voices that they got after episode two. But yeah. I, I love them. They're so funny. They kill me. Like I every time they show up, and no matter what it is, I will laugh. Like. All you have to say is Roger Roger and I'll be cracking the hell up. Like, especially I <laughs> I got very attached to these droids after I watched Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. And which is a very niche Star Wars property. But it's worth a watch, okay? Um, because this little family like adopts a battle droid named Roger. And <laughs> I got very attached to Roger. And so now I, I especially love battle droids because um, Roger's out there. The head clanked I, himself. I, I absolutely adore the fact that every once in a while throughout the Clone Wars, Dave Filoni humanizes the battle droids. You know, yes. gives them like... There's this one scene in season two where there's like four of them outside of a cellar, and Anakin is like gr- menacingly walking up to them, and they're like, "There's four of us, and and one of him. We're good, right?" And one of them We're is just good. like, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> <laughs> or um, they're, they're, the other the other one I can think of is uh, when the Republic reprogrammed a few B one battle droids to help uh, with the Citadel rescue mission. So oh, they're like yes. it's like R two's gang of battle droids. <laughs> and <laughs> they're friendly and they help and then they get mercilessly slaughtered. <laughs> um, it's, See, uh, like, that shit. I love it. I love all the clankers. <laughs> Give them all to me. Uh, uh, it's just, you know, it's my prequel love coming out. I love the clankers. Yeah. I love And then uh, this, this is the last one I'll talk about, but the funniest... No, please, keep going. Scene, <laughs> the funniest droid scene, in my opinion is it's in season one it's in the extended version of one of the episodes that's it's on netflix now or uh, okay plus now but okay. it didn't it wasn't originally part of when they aired it and it's um like a patrol walking by like a bunch of destroyed pro- uh battle droids and they're like looking at them and they notice that they're the old models that relied on the backpack to stay functioning Yes. And they're like, ah, that must be why they die. They're the old models. We're independent thinkers. And then they all, like, simultaneously start saying Roger, Roger. Roger. to each other. <laughs> and it's, I'm not doing it justice, but the delivery is so funny. <laughs> See, it's like, uh, I love that shit. I love it. Like, yeah. just give it to me. I'm living there's, for there's it. There's also the, this weird recurring thing throughout the Clone Wars where when a battle droid gets killed, you'll often hear them exclaim, oh my god. Which (laughs) tells me they have have some sort of religious belief (laughs) instilled in them. And it's it's, it's very heavily implied it's very heavily implied that they have sentience and personality. Yes. Like like to a certain level. They're on like a higher level than C-3PO, which kills me because C-3PO is like, thank the maker, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like C-3PO is not very complicated. He's got anxiety and he knows that Anakin made him and that's it. But the battle droids are like, we've got a religion. We've got, we've got friendships. We've got relationships. (laughs) I've joined a Lego team of scrappers. (laughs) The the, the only other notable B-1 battle droid I can think of is Mr. Bones from the Aftermath books. Mr. Bones! Mr. See, I got really attached 
to Mr. Bones. Yeah, and then he got he got fucking disintegrated. Stop! Don't <laughs> remind me! Mr. Bones was with us for three books over, like, four years, or three years or whatever, and then at the end of the last book got completely disintegrated, disintegrated had, by the Battle it, of Jakku. It had the same energy as, like, you know how you read seven Harry Potter books, and then the spoiler for <laughs> anyone who- No, no, not even that one. Spoilers for anyone who, for some reason, is not up to date with Harry Potter. But, um, when Hedwig just gets shot out of the sky, <laughs> and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, like, exa- it's written exactly like that, because if I'm correct, she's just like, like oh, hey, what up, guys? And then he dies. <laughs> And, and like, he's been hit, and he's been blown up before, but uh, they could always, like, rebuild him, but they made a point to, in that part of the book to be like, there's nothing left of this gentleman. He's disintegrating. <laughs> he's, like, uh, he's dust. We'll have to make Mr. Bones, like, a character of the episode so that we can tell Ryan all about we, Mr. So Bones. So we can talk sometime. about Mr. Bones? Yeah. Oh, the perfect clanka. Uh, he is the, uh, the, the ideal clanker. The ideal clanker, yes. The ideal clanker, <laughs> name Mr. Bones, which immediately makes me think of Halloween. Yes, well, yeah, I mean that's I don't, true. I don't know. This is what he looks like. I'll, I'll put it in general. Yes, he's really please cool. Google, please Google Mr. Bones if you have it. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> was not what I expected at all. <laughs> Mr. No. Bones, he. I don't know if his name is a reference to Bonesaw from Spider-Man, oh. um, but it's not once throughout the Aftermath trilogy did he say Bonesaw is ready, so. Did he say no. he has you for three minutes of playtime? I think so. I think I think in the Aftermath book, when he's fighting the Stormtroopers, he get where are you going? What are you doing up there? And like, the Stormtroopers are like, staying away from you. <laughs> no. <laughs> he he just he just looks down at the poor stormtroopers and is like, I got you for three minutes, three minutes of playtime, and then he got disintegrated later. And then he got disintegrated. <laughs> That's all I Mr. want now is just a, a random droid wearing bones walking around saying Randy Savage quotes the whole time. <laughs> Mr. Bones. This is Savage. why we need like an aftermath a trilogy anime. That's all I want in the world. <laughs> so you can get Randy Savage inspired. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones. <laughs> I just, Cream of the crap. Bonesaw. He's Cream of the crap. Oh my god. He's just what the a, best. What a strange man Randy Savage was. <laughs> what a strange one. Mr. Savage. <laughs> Anywho, our last topic for today, we will, you know, I guess I brought up Lego Star Wars earlier. I didn't even mean to do that on purpose. Is um, we're getting another Lego Star Wars special, but it is Halloween. It looks very cute. I am thrilled about it. It's, um, I think, heavily inspired by the comic series Tales from Vader's Castle. Tales from Vader's Castle was written as, like, a fun little comic series for younger readers as, like, scary stories. Um, 
And that's pretty much what this is. It looks like Poe Dameron is entering into Vader's castle and they've turned it into this like slap show, like fake Palpatine dude is like telling scary stories, except for the scary stories seem to kind of be based in reality. Um, you know what it, you know what kind okay. of vibe it gives off? Have you ever watched Black Mirror? Yes. <laughs> you remember that episode where um where she goes it's the girl uh she goes to like that weird museum of, of like fucked up shit. And <laughs> I the haven't dude seen is just that. telling her stories. But that's exactly the vibe, just from what you're saying. That's what it is. It's like some weird man is on the corner of a street and just yelling weird Star Wars stories at you, but they're like a little bit messed up. You know, there's like a couple <laughs> details that have been changed. So what they yeah. teased was we're going to see Maul turning into Spider Maul. We're going to see Ben Solo like turning into Kylo Ren. Like We're going to we'll see, um, oh, what's his name? I think his name is just Ren, the guy from the Kylo, Rise of Kylo Ren. Yes, comic, which I think who, it's gonna like adapt those comics. Yeah, I I can't remember who's vo- oh um Christian Slater is voicing Ren. Are Ooh. you kidding me? Yeah, it's it, I saw that and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> so unusual. And then the other fun one is that you get to see Luke being raised by Vader to be an Imperial pilot. And the uh, voice for Luke is incredible. It sounds just fucking like Mark Hamill. Is it Mark Hamill? I don't know, but it sounds just like him. It sounds just like him, but like with that funny little twist. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was Mark. I don't know who any of the voice actors are for this, but they all sound I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up. <clears throat> But it looks real fun. I mean, like, and it's got the typical goofy Lego spin on it. Like, you see Maul get, you know, creepily resurrected with his legs by, like, the Night Sisters, and then he just falls on his face because he doesn't know how to use spider legs. <laughs> it's, it's typical Star Wars Lego humor, which I, I live for. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. It's just fun. And then you get to see, like, little... Uh, there's a little teaser that, like, actual Vader and Al- actual Palpatine are in it, which, like... Lego Vader and Lego Palpatine are like, unironically some of my favorite parts of Star Wars. Like them as a duo in Lego form. Anytime they show up, I lose my shit. Like that time that Vader was looking everywhere for like the like best Emperor mug <laughs> to give to Palpatine. <laughs> like lives rent free and he hated it he threw it and it was so sad and it like lives rent free in my head all the time they really take that relationship to like the extremes that it was like movie centered in it was perfect i think i i thought i saw finn as well in the trailer like poe and finn like go in together it seems i don't know though i know for sure poe goes in but i thought i I don't i don't see i don't see finn on the character list i'm looking at the character list Mm. on the wiki Yes, I, see, I, I do see Grievous, though, which is terrific news. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's so exciting. Clanker. Wait, is Mr. Bones on there? <laughs> I, I is... doubt it, but you know, if they're bringing Ren from the comics voiced by Christian Slater, they can bring Mr. Bones <laughs> in the, and have him voiced hell by is... like, a Randy Savage impersonator. <laughs> where is Mr. Bones? <laughs> Where's my Mr. Bones representation? <laughs> no agony, no bragging. <laughs> 
I, I'm trying. I need to find who voices Luke in that now. I need to know. I looked. He's. It's not on the cast list. He's. He's. He's not there. What the hell? He was a huge part of the trailer. Maybe it is Just Mark Hamill then, and they're gonna like save that surprise for the end, where it's like, and Mark Hamill as Luke. And Scott Mark Walker. Hamill as a Luke. I mean, it sounds just like him. Like I want to give like major props to who, if it isn't Mark Hamill, whoever voiced him in this, because it just sounds like the perfect. You know, you know that like parody Luke voice that Mark does, the one where he's like kind of like making fun of how he used yeah, to sound. Yeah, he's like whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like in like in the way that he does it. So whoever is doing it, if it's not Mark, like props to you. Like the you guy did, some did research. it in the other one, the Christmas special. His name was Eric Bauza. Oh, I've heard that name before. Um, so if if they're consistent, then they'll bring him back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm just reading now. So the clone troopers in these specials are obviously voiced by Deep Radley Faker. Yes. Who also apparently voices Max Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's in it? <laughs> Max Rebo's the, the boy. Max Rebo's in the Christmas the boy. special. Our time. Our time has come. Let me see. Was he really? I Listen, I'm... <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Christmas special so much that I felt like I was drunk while I was watching it, and so I, I might I, have literally missed Max Repo. We weren't even doing yeah, Max, this podcast then, so <laughs> I know. Here, here's here's a screeny from from that that. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. yes. No, it. yes. Okay, so here's what happened. Okay. I forgot oh. that he was in it. Basically, they're doing like they're throwing a uh, you know like a Christmas party inside the Millennium Falcon, and so then they hire a bunch of people to come and play music, and Max <laughs> Rebo is one of them, <laughs> and he's just yeah. sitting in like the corner doing his little thing. Oh, it's perfect. The only the only downside from the Lego Star Wars specials, aside from sometimes they don't always hit the comedy on the mark. A lot, yeah. most of the time they do, but the only downside is is Joe Yauza is yet to make an appearance. <laughs> Where if, is Bojo Kakauza? If Where there is, is a he? Joe Yauza figure, like Lego figure set, that's going to be the first Lego I buy in like I think over a decade. Customs. This is the custom one. I just sent to General. It's a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to click on. That's good. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the boy right Delete there. Delete it. Delete it. I don't <laughs> see. This is why I'm anti Joe Yauza. This is why I never say his name correctly because I I will never be able to get that image out of my head now. Don't Google Joe Yauza Lego. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You'll uh, never be able to return. The only here's, Joe here's a worse, figure. Here's a worse one. Oh, they really. <laughs> I'm not doing it. They, they did not. No, I clicked on it. No. <laughs> Joey has it. I never noticed how nice his teeth are. Yeah. They, looking at pictures of him. He's got nice teeth. They're big, too. Like, they're. He, he, he must, like, eat really well. I would love to see Joe Yowza chomp down on some, like, celery. God, <laughs> celery. Well, it has to be something crunchy and, like, sizable, you know? It's gotta have a crunch. 
What's he's gotta have the, the Joey has a crown. What's that smack? <laughs> is it ants on a log? The one with like raisins and peanut butter on peanut celery? Butter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's right, Ryan. That's what he needs to eat. Oh like God. a young Joe Yauza with his mama Yauza bringing in ants on a log for him to eat at night. Bedtime <laughs> snack. Yauza, Star Wars story. Yeah. Max Rebo just playing his little tunes in the back. Yeah, the little tiny one. I'm falling down the Joe Yauza rabbit hole yet again. And no. this is a fan art I found. No. Can you tweet this? Can you tweet this with the episode, please, so people know? <laughs> I refuse. I am in charge of the Twitter account. Why is his I mouth refuse. that big compared to his body? This this guy, this guy oh Eric Schuster, God. this artist, he tweeted like all of them. There's That's just I'll, I'll send I'll send the four of them. That's an acid trip. It's an acid trip. I mean the Max Rebo one is cute. The rest yeah. of them disturb me. Oh. The Max Repo one is cute. The rest of them will haunt me until the day that I am put down into the ground. Could you imagine, like, I'm going to give you a scenario, right? Slice so noodles see, is pretty good. Slice noodles disgusts me in so many ways. <laughs> Have you, do you remember what her voice sounds like? I do. It's very high pitched. I hate it. So, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna give you a scenario, right? So, like, let's say you live a long, healthy life, successful, etc. You're in your 90s. You start developing some sort of Alzheimer's-esque symptoms. And yes. you get flashbacks to elements of your past. And you live in this dark, delusional world where all you can think about is Joe Yowza. Joe Yowza. <laughs> I, mean, I need one of you to end me right there. If I'm like 90 <laughs> years old and all I'm talking about is Joe Yauza, somebody needs to put me out of my misery. It needs to well, end. The thing I, is, is, the thing is, is in your confused, dementia-ridden state, you'd probably be in like constant fear of Joe Yauza. Yes, exactly. Put me out of my misery and my constant agony of having to see that terrifying face. I mean, think about it though. If you're 90 years old and all you're thinking about is Joe Yauza, you're just back in your 30s on this podcast. <laughs> it's just reliving these days. That's all we do already. <laughs> At least, you know, we have a little bit of a Max Rebo interlude. Yeah. I need a Max Rebo edit where he's playing the mess around. <laughs> oh my God. There needs to be a whiplash scene with Max Rebo playing the piano and J.K. Simmons yelling at him. <laughs> Joe Yowza is like, that's not quite my tempo. <laughs> you know what I really want is I want an edit of Max Rebo playing music except for the Kazoo Vader song comes out. I love Kazoo Vader. Max Rebo better. I mean, these these holiday specials, like, they have this this really nice habit of including really weird, obscure characters. Yeah. So here's hoping for some more Max Rebo content. <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll probably get it. I'm sure there'll be some cursed cantina in the holiday special or something. Can I can I ruin your day further, Rachel? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Um, we're out of the, we're out of topic. So the new topic my, is ruining Rachel's research, day. In my research, I found the original Max Rebo puppet, and it's <laughs> it's a fucking what? nightmare. Oh yeah, my no. god! <laughs> Holy <No. fuck. laughs> that looks he's kind of look. He's kind of like slunched over in this second picture. He looks like um. The dog oh, no. little girl from Full Metal oh, Alchemist. No, <laughs> don't, I'm fragile, Justin. 
I just watched that episode for the first time last week. I'm it, fragile. It literally I'm looks like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for the first time, and I still haven't recovered from that. And you do that to me. I feel like this is a failed Elephant Man figure, <laughs> like the movie The Elephant Man that they just the painted blue. David Lynch movie. Yeah, but they just painted it blue because they're like, oh, it doesn't work for this. We're not going to make action figures. For those who don't have the visual, it almost looks like the original Max Rebo played instruments with his feet. Yeah, and he looks like Play-Doh. Yeah, he's (laughs) doing like yoga on his his little set. He's he's so disturbing. He looks deflated. It looks like a saggy balloon. It's so bad. He looks like he's he's past his best days. (laughs) Like he's seen, he's seen better, better days. You know, that's fine. Are we done? I don't know. Are we before (laughs) before we do end the podcast? I do have something I want to say that's not really a joke. Okay. Um, and this isn't bait, I promise. But it was announced literally an hour ago that Tom Kane will be retiring from from voice acting as a result of the stroke he suffered in December. Um, so I did want to just express a huge thank you to Tom Kane and for all of his work over the decades. He voiced so many characters. Uh, he was like the voice of Yoda, I believe, for like ever, whenever it wasn't Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I want to say he was Admiral Lauren as well, but iconically, he was also throughout the entire run of the Clone Wars, the opening narrator to every episode. Yeah. So... Big shout out to him. He's making a good recovery. It's just he can't voice act anymore. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, he had a great career that spanned like all over the damn place. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so he uh, he's retiring. So I wish him a happy retirement and a huge thank you for contributing to my childhood. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope that he continues to recover. And you know, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that he's okay because that's what most, what's most important. But Yep. Oof. I yeah. that op- that opening narration it hits hard. <laughs> it hits it real does. hard. Um I couldn't even imagine what it would be like without him voicing that. So So I'm yeah. pretty sure his last credited role ever was when he reprised the role of the narrator for the first episode of the Bad Batch. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh wait, no, I'm looking at it now. So that was his last release one, but he has upcoming roles in uh Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga. <gasps> Okay. Oh, yay. So he'll voice Yoda one more time. He'll voice yeah. Qu- he'll voice Akbar and he'll voice Qui Gon Jinn. Oh, that's incredible. That's okay, well sweet, we have huh? that to look forward to before we mm. have to say goodbye. Yeah. Well, yes. that's nice. So. Thank you for sharing that, Justin. That yeah. Oh, no problem. Great career, great career that he had. Unfortunately, cut short. But oh yeah, hopefully he has a great recovery and happy retirement. It looks like he's he's. Uh, He's recovering very well. It's it's so, such a shame. It looks like the I'm pretty sure the only damage sustainable like that he sustained was to the speaking part of his brain. Oh, bummer. And he, so he can still speak. It's just he doesn't have as much control over how he how he talks like he used to, which is yeah. essential to voice acting. So yeah. that's that's just cruel irony. But at least he's still like as far as like stroke victims go, he'll be okay. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. that's good. That's yeah. great. And he wow. had a very successful career. He, it, very big part of my childhood. And I'm mm-hmm. sure yours as well. 
Yeah. A lot of people probably don't even realize how, like, iconic he is, but, yeah, so. Happy Many retirement thanks. to Tom Kane. Get better. Yes. Our big, big thanks from the Senate over here. Yes. Yeah. So I think that will be the end for us this week. Do you guys want to plug your, your stuff where they, folks can find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Thalus Art, T-H-O-U-L-E-S-S, Art. Um, don't go to my Twitter. It's a fucking nightmare. I say this every time. Uh, I have this really bad habit where I stay up all night and then it's like nine in the morning. I haven't slept. And in my like pseudo psychotic state, I start tweeting random bullshit. It's and true. I he does up, it. I, I wake up and I, I don't remember doing it. And I, and I'm very like, Oh God, what have I done? Sort of. Um, Twitter is a lot more per- Sorry, Instagram is a lot more just art. It's more professional. Outside of that, yeah. Yeah. Instagram's great. Go follow Justin on Instagram. That's good shit. Thank you. Stop stealing my line art, you fucks. (laughs) I have to start posting it with big word marks now because everybody wants my line art so they can shittily recolor it and paint. I'm so sorry. That's so terrible. You know how you could fix this? By stopping my art career dead in the water? Uh, I mean that. But also, you could make a coloring book and then make money off of your coloring book. You you misunderstand the people doing this are not going <laughs> to spend I know, they're not going <laughs> to. But I will, and it'll be very relaxing for me. So think of me, Destiny Rachel, in this. If I'm thinking, if I'm thinking exclusively of you when I make this coloring book, it's going to be really fucking cursed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Joe Yowza, a lot of Max Rito fan art. It's there's so a big, rude. You know what? I bet you there's a shipping community out there that would love to see these characters in relationship art. I hate it. Yeah, me too. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Take it back. Anyways, Ryan, where can the All people right. find you? Just Ryan Starfire, wherever you guys go. Wherever. Wherever. Just choose a choose a social media. That's what it'll be. I'm on <laughs> go brand. To Italy. Ryan yep. Starfire is there. You go it's, to the moon. Ryan Starfire is there. It's Organa, baby. <laughs> feels good feels organa um you can catch me on um twitter at destiny rach and i am on twitch at destiny rachel i am raising money right now for suicide prevention because it is suicide prevention month so if you would like to donate awesome. to my tilt to fi fundraiser you may come to my stream on twitch or you may go to my twitter at destiny rach and that's a pin tweet has the link so it is right there um if you donate ten dollars i'll send you a studio ghibli postcard i got a billion of them Ooh. um i'm gonna do a uh Aerith from final fantasy cosplay if we hit five hundred dollars and i will do a sailor mars from sailor moon cosplay if we hit a thousand oh, so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna is, does it only go up to a thousand can it go more it can go more <laughs> Okay. He's so gonna drop two thousand dollars here. No, no, no. Justin's I like, I got money. this. I don't have any money. I don't have any money, but I appreciate the cause. So, if you set a goal past a thousand, I will. I will pledge that I will do a drawing. Amazing. Okay. We, we All can, right. We can work that out however we want. If it's just something we can post on Twitter, a big project, or if somebody wants, like, if you want it to be like a raffle, I don't know. But I. Yeah. Just reach out to me after the fact. We can work something out. Totally. Yeah. We can make it like a stretch goal if we get there for mm. sure. That would be great. We shall see. Thank you for so. the help. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at the Senate Pod. We are on Twitter. I'll tweet some of this cursed shit that we talked about today. 
God Post help Max all of Rebo you. Feet pics. No, <laughs> no feet pics. That's you have to subscribe to our fan house to get the Max Rebo uh, feet pics. So you know that's coming. <laughs> Ryan, don't you dare put the Max Rebo figurine feet in that camera. Stop it. Um, oh, if you want to tweet about Max Rebo, I guess use hashtag the Senate Pod. We'll find it there. Justice for Rebo. <laughs> no, stop. No more. Nobody needs justice anymore. Justice okay, has been served. Bring back Rebo. Bring back Rebo. Bring back hashtag, Rebo for a Halloween yeah. special. <laughs> no Rebo, we riot. No, Rebo. Mr. Bones, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Sony, anna- Sony announces Mr. Bones to. Mr. Bones video game exclusively on PS5. Ooh, yeah. Coming to Knights of the Old Republic, are we? <laughs> All right. I think we've, you know, we've caused people to suffer enough. I think we're yeah. good. Right. That's my specialty. And with, with that, we will see you guys next time. We like to end this with McClunky, you clankers. McClunky. <laughs> McClanka. McClanka. McClanka.